Hello everyone, this is November 9th, and this is my third episode um, to my podcast, uh, One Recovery at a Time. Today I want to talk about um, employment and employment after addiction. Um, my name is Juan Q, and uh, I've been an addict for for over 10 years, off and on. I've been in recovery off and on for a couple of years I am I've been clean about seven months a little bit over seven months and uh this time I could say this time is different I want to help others and um I believe by doing this podcast um I can help others with nothing in return maybe somebody will hear, hear this and um uh, it will help somebody um I'm 36 years old you know I've been in and out of prison. I have 13 felonies, like I said in other, you know, episodes. Um, but this time I want to talk about, you know, uh, what happens after recovery. And I mean, after addiction and what can you do to get your life together? I'm currently working on it, but um, I have a lot of experience with uh, employment and, uh, you know, and, and what it's like to, you know, um, work after you know being an addict and um being uh being denied jobs because of my addiction or crimes i'm gonna talk a little bit about that so uh right now i'm currently employed part-time and i'm um you know it's not the job that i want i'm uh i'm working as a custodial at a um um a mental health facility um it's not something I was looking to get, but I ended up getting it because that's all I could get at the moment. And um, I figured that's the way to get my foot in the door. So I was like, if I just become a custodial in a mental health facility, I might be able to move up later on. And, you know, with time I can move up and, and, and become maybe a peer support specialist because I do have a peer support certification. Um, um, I got it for free. I got a, um, so I went online and I searched uh, how to become a peer support, and I ended up getting a peer support certificate for free that my uh, insurance company paid for, um, which is Access in Arizona. It's a, you know, cost containment um, healthcare act in Arizona, and it, you know, they paid for my um, for my uh, peer support, especially certification, and uh, it's a, a thing that a lot of a lot of addicts want um, turn to do after uh, addiction. They want to help others, right? Uh, because I was told uh, the only way we can keep what we have, like keep my sobriety, is by giving it away. So if I can help somebody else that is struggling with addiction or you know is, is struggling with staying clean, then I can keep that, you know. So yeah. Um, I've been, um, I had a good job as a behavioral health tech not too long ago in a rehab facility here in Tucson, Arizona, and I love that job, man. It was like, you know, I saw people coming in, detoxing, and it just reminded me of where I don't want to go back to being, where I don't want to go back, I don't want to go back and be an addict, you know, I don't want to go back and feel detox, I don't want to go back and and be an addict because of not only 
by seeing it, seeing people detox, it reminded me of where I've been at. It also me, uh, reminded me of, you know, uh, of it, there is hope, you know. And and at this job, I was giving people hope. What I would do is I, I would um, talk to people and be like, you know, if I could do it, anybody can because I used to be homeless. I used to be a big addict. I used to have nothing. And now I have a good job. Well, at the moment, you know, I had a good job. And, and it was working good for a couple months, but then my past caught on to me. Um, I had told them that I had felonies, and it, it just came down to a decision made by corporate, which I didn't agree of, and it made me, you know, kind of depressed, knowing that, uh, you know, my chance of helping others was turned down so fast, and and I wasn't given a second chance, and I didn't give up, though, you know, don't let that be a reason to go back to use because I could have easily said fuck it I'm gonna go back and use uh, I could have said you know ain't nobody gonna hire me so might as well go back to using because I'm an ex felon so what I did I just you know I got depressed for a couple of weeks I went through it and I slept and I and I went through the funk but I finally said oh, I gotta get up and do something with my life and at that time um um, I had put in applications everywhere, and uh, this mental mental health um, facility finally called me, and they're like, "Oh yeah, um, um, did you apply for a custodial? Because you can come uh, for an interview." And I was like, "What? I don't want to be a custodial. I want to help others, you know." But I was like, "Man, I gotta take what they give me for now and slowly work myself up. It, it ain't gonna be easy, but it's possible." And I'm still working as a custodial, but I'm slowly, you know, applying to other positions within the company and hoping that I'll be given a chance to show that I can help others. And and I believe in myself and helping others. Um, because I just talk to anybody about my experiences and, and what I've been through in life. And, you know, I give people hope. Uh, because, you know, if I can just get through all this stuff negative, you know, positive without using anybody can. You know, I got through it, and I'm not gonna say it was easy. It was hard, and I made the right choices. So it's about choices that you make. You know, you gotta make the right choices. Like, if something happens, if um, you know somebody dies in your family, uh, it's really easy to, you know, pick up and and use again but what you gotta do is uh, you gotta they call it playing the tape through I never you know I never liked the term I it, it just thought it was kind of weird like playing the tape through like we're in 2023 we ain't got no tapes what are you talking about right <laughs> but uh no um I can maybe I can rename it playing the song back you know or playing the the Netflix back, you know. So or playing it through, I mean, not back, but playing it through, playing the movie through um, on Netflix instead of saying playing the tape through because that's so old-fashioned. Um, nobody, not everybody knows what a tape player is, or uh, you know. But you know, it should be renamed to be more attractive to this next generation. Maybe play the Netflix through. 
or something that you know it's more uh, catchy or play your, the YouTube through. Maybe be, it could be like, okay, this is the way they, they um, that I learned it in recovery. Playing the tape through is like um, in your mind, you think about what would happen if you used. Um, say somebody, for example, died in my family and I went and used. Um, so playing the tape through is just going through in your mind and seeing what would happen if you were to pick up that drug. Like, for example, for me, it would be like, okay, somebody dies in my family, so I I go and use fentanyl or opiates. And uh, what would that look like for me? Uh, first, uh, I'm on a current medication called Sublicate, which blocks um, opiates. So I wouldn't feel anything. Second, um, my family would be disappointed. My girlfriend would be disappointed, disappointed, and I'd probably end up kicked out of home. You know, I wouldn't have a home. That's the second thing. Third thing, I'm on probation. I'll um, get violated, go back to jail or prison or go to a halfway house or go to a treatment facility and start over again. Uh, I don't really want to do that again. I've been in and out of rehab my whole life and I don't want to go back to rehab. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love rehab. Like, um, it was a place where I can be myself. It was a place where I can care about me. You know, that's important because when you're first starting to get clean, it's uh, important to, uh, you know, look into yourself and take care of yourself because that's most important than anything. If you can take care of yourself, if you can, you know, get clean, learn the tools that that you are teached in recovery, then you can uh, you can help others. You know, I had so many tools in my recovery toolbox that it was filled with tools that I never used the tool. I just kept learning stuff and, and, and you know, just having all this knowledge and not using it is just worthless, you know. So, um, I, um, I learned how to use my, my recovery tools and, uh, just, uh, play the tape through or play the movie through that I want to say, or play the video through, play the YouTube, whatever you want to name it. I just don't like play the tape through, um, but whatever you feel like helps you, um, you can name it. And it's like, it, all you have to do is think about what would happen if you were to pick up right now. What would happen? What would be the consequences? And then you realize, okay, it's not worth it, you know? And then you can also play the tape through in a positive way and be like, okay, what would happen if I didn't use? You know, everything would be all right. Yeah, I'll feel like sick for a couple of minutes or a day or two, but then it'll go away, you know? You're not going to be depressed or sad or anxious for the rest of your life. You know, you got to get up and get through it. And uh, there's so many different ways that you can do that by working out, talking to people, um, try making a podcast. Makes me feel good, so might help you, you know. It, I just try and it, it helps me stay clean, so it might help anybody um, check it out, you know. But yeah, that's what uh, one of my tools that, you know, I played the tape through when I got fired for um, my past. My last felony was in 2015, and, and it was uh, possessing marijuana. And 
with the talent to distribute. It was just, I was a bad time in my life. And, you know, at that time, I didn't have really options. I was, uh, I had just got out of prison and, and uh, nobody was hiring me. I had a three-year-old daughter with me that I couldn't provide for. So my idea of making money or helping my daughter was to go and commit crimes. And that's what I grew up doing. And that's, that's what I ended up doing. And uh, and I ended up not lasting much, you know. Um, it caught up to me and I ended up going to prison back, back to prison. And, it, it wasn't fun. It was just a revolving door in and out of prison. So yeah, that that happened in 2015 and I, you know, it was now 2023 and uh, I got la- laid off because of that past. And I was uh, honest on my job interviews, man. I go dressed uh, as uh, professional as I can be. I go suit and tie and, uh, you know, I tell them, you know, I'm an ex-convict. I... I can let you know what I've done and, and how many felonies I have. And, you know, I, I'm just honest. Like, that's the best thing you can do, like, in any job after recovery. Just be honest, you know. I even told him, you know, I'm an ex-addict. Like, I, I haven't been clean for that long, but I'm working on it. And, you know, and they gave me a chance. It was awesome. It was an experience that I, I'll never forget. And... I wish I could go back to doing that again, and I'm working on going in that direction. It just takes time. So uh, whatever it is that you want to do, find something you love and don't give up. Just keep trying to do it, and that's what I'm trying to do right now. Like, yeah, I'm a custodial, and uh, I uh, clean mental health facilities, but um, it doesn't mean that I can't help people later on, or I can't make a podcast and help people. How I want to help people. And uh, I don't want to be a custodial. Ain't nothing wrong with being a custodial, but it's not what I want to do with my life. I Anything I do, because I'm an addict, I do it to the fullest. I take pride on what I do. And I, you know, and I take pride on what I do. And I, you know, say I, I, I clean bathrooms. Um, I, um, I do what I... I do best. Um, I do what I do best uh, to um, to maintain my sobriety. You know, if I do what I do best, or, or anything I do, I try to do my best so I can maintain my sobriety. You know, it's not easy, um, but I can do it. You know, it, it's um, it, it's not easy. Life sucks. You know, there's ups and downs. There's people that hold your past against you. Know, there's people that's always going to see me as a drug addict, and I'm never going to get well. But um, that's where I will prove those people wrong. I will do the right thing. And I, I'm where I see myself is uh, eventually being like a drug therapist. Or, you know, I signed up for school, but I haven't really followed through. But it's something that I'm working on. I just lost a little hope, but I'm getting back on it now. I'm, like, trying to focus on what I need to do and what I need to do to get back into a good job. And I apply in a few places, you know. 
Um, there's a lot of jobs that will take me, but it's not what I want to do because I have an experience. In, I have experience in mechanic, um, automotive mechanic that I can go back to, but uh, I decide not to because I want to do something different. Uh, if you want to change, if you want to you know, do stuff, just keep on, you know, trying new things. That's the way I look at it. Um, so I'm, I um, I have experience in automotive mechanic, and I can get a job as a mechanic because guess what, mechanics don't, or I don't know, motive shops don't care whether you have a felony or not. They don't care whether you have tattoos or you're an ex addict. They're gonna hire you. Um, there's also construction work that I, I know how to do. I used to be a plumber uh, in uh, construction commercial sites. So they'll hire me too, but um, it's good money. I mean, I thought about it going back, but no, I, I want to do something different. I want to help others in addiction. I want to become uh, a peer support specialist. I am a, a peer support specialist right now, but I want to become like a... A, a working peer support specialist, you know, job, or I want to be a BHD again, behavioral health tech, anything with, uh, you know, addiction and mental health, I want to try because I deserve, I think I deserve, you know, all my hard work to help others so I can pass this on because I don't want anybody to keep using drugs and, and keep thinking that, you know, there is no hope because there is hope. Uh, you can do anything you want to. I've seen addicts be counselors, uh, lawyers. I've seen felons be, you know, lawyers. I've been, I've seen felons go all the way up. Like, it's possible. But if we give up on life, if we just say, fuck it, man, this society just thinks I'm a criminal, might as well be a criminal. Where do you think you're going to end up at, you know? You're going to end up in prison or dead. But no, there there is hope. Just do the right thing. Keep focusing on your goals and keep taking small steps to reach those goals, you know? I I, I study a lot of, you know, the, the law of attraction or the art of, you know, the art of love or whatever it is. And, and you know, you got to take small steps on whatever it is that you want in life and you know you can wish it and dream it and want it all you want but it ain't gonna come true unless you start taking those small steps and uh, as long as you're going in the right direction you will um, succeed Uh, and I'm just saying don't give up to anybody that's struggling that's a felon that's struggling with drug addiction uh, that has felonies now that you know that has a past, don't give up, man. Don't give up. Because if I was to give up, then uh, I'd end up in the same place I've been. Um, that's all I knew in the past is use drugs, you know, go to prison, give up, try it, do it again, just in and out of prison. And it wasn't fun. There's nothing in prison for anybody, you know. It's just a bunch of people locked up. And, you know, wishing they would have done something different. And, and a lot of people, you know, older people told me, you know, don't come back. And I kept going back. I didn't listen. But now I get why they said that, you know. Um, they were trying to uh, help me. And I didn't accept the help at the time. But now I realize I'm going to take the help. And I'm going to help others get to the right spot. Yeah.
it, it's it's possible to get anywhere you want to get just keep striving um if you don't have a lot of work experience if you don't have you know if you don't know much just learn man. just learn whatever you can uh sign up for if you don't have a high school diploma gd go sign up and take care of that there's programs that help you get through it there's programs that you know the government pays for you to learn there's also programs that help you with uh like jobs you know like truck driving haircutting there's so many different programs just look it up google and research it and you'll find it but that's all i got for this uh employment edition uh listen to me next time and uh If you have any issues with addiction, please get help. Um, go to na.org, uh, get support, call the crisis hotline, uh, seek help, let somebody know. Thank you.